0: On this week's version of Android App Addicts number 573, the three amigos are back in the saddle. But don't worry, Ivor leaves early.
1: Hey, hey, pod nuts, welcome to Android app addicts, episode 573. This show is brought to you by our Patreon supporter, Mike McEul. if you would like to support us on Patreon, it is very easy. All you have to go, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Android app addicts link in the boobity boo notes. You know what I mean? Um, this week we are blessed. I hate using that word. We are joined by Two people outside of the United States of America experiencing some quite unique things
2: here recently.
1: Uh, first up, Ivor, and we have Josh. Ivor, how's everything going,
2: man? Oh, it's wonderful. Everything's great, dude. We're having a great time here. We had some really bad weather, but now we're having some really fantastic weather, so I'm really happy about that, even though it's the middle of winter.
1: Yeah, no uh, strawberries right now. No, no strawberries. Yeah, and then basically, right, and then basically we'll the other Christmas. side of the spectrum... Right, and then on the complete other side of the spectrum, we have Josh up in uh, Canada. Uh, uh, how hot has it been there, Josh?
0: Oh, down here in the uh, Pacific Southwest. Um, it was on our back deck thermometer the other day. It was about 45 degrees Celsius. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been hot. So I, I have a question for you, though, Ivor. If you're in winter right now, what day is Christmas there?
2: December 25th.
0: Hmm. Isn't that summer?
2: <laughs> yes, that's in the middle of our summer. Oh, not the middle.
1: Well, I mean, it could be worse. It could be in Ant- Antarctica.
0: Speaking of Antarctica, terrible segue. How you doing, Dor?
1: Uh, I'm basically in a lot of pain, but I'm I'm here. I'm uh, muscling through the best I can. And I know I can hear us, but I think we're having a little bit of issue with the stream.
0: Yeah, CJ says that we're a bit tinny and now there's nothing
1: yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not, not gonna say yeah we're gonna have audio here in a second but it did sound whistly and i don't know why but i digress um i'll say temperature wise here we've seen a little bit of everything uh but we had the fun uh of my uh, central ac unit going out on the first day it was above like 90 something degrees um so I, first thing i did ran to the hardware store got a window ac unit i don't care put it in a window um, called up a guy down the street, his neighbor across the street said, I'm an HVAC guy, whatever you do, don't call up a random person. It's going to take me like two or three days, but I can get there. If, if you can't wait, be prepared to spend around $2,000. Well, I, I, I can wait. <laughs> um, so then I go buy a second AC window unit, put that in our bedroom. Uh, and then we wait two days. The guy comes out, uh, like $185, I think it was, uh, for a startup compressor which was like a bigger than a beer can around a little bit bigger than a beer can tall. He said, these things truly go out randomly might last six weeks, might last 16 years. There's no telling because the quality of these isn't like they used to be in air quotes. Um, that was about the only like, um, like um, activity we had now. It's just been thundering and lightning like crazy around here. Um, so my weather's just wet.
0: You, you get the humidity there. Cause that's the, the real nut punch here is that it's when it gets that hot, it's just so humid.
1: Yeah. We get like the kind of humidity where you walk from your, from my, from my house, three steps to my car and the car is already running with AC on. By the time I get to my car, I'm soaking wet.
0: Yeah. we went, actually went up what we called my, my buddy's bachelor party, um, which was just three of us. And we went up a mountain Mount Aerosmith on Friday, last Friday. And, uh, yeah, and Did it, you walk this way? <laughs> no, but he did look like a lady. Um, and was <laughs> it was unbelievably hot. So we managed to get up to the top of, of a smaller mountain there. And we started about 5.30 in the evening. And I had never been up there before, but they had. And so we left from this little cabin that we were staying in and didn't take any water and I didn't expect the hike that we were going on at five thirty in the evening. And luckily we got high enough up there to where there's a patch of snow. Oh man, never has water tasted so good as this snow did. That's my boring story or one of them.
1: Well, you know, it could be worse. Um, so I'm going to just take us on an Android tangent and say, since it's been a little bit of time, um, do you guys have any Android hardware news or anything new about your Android devices? Um, in the, since the last time we all did a show together, I did get a OnePlus one plus uh, one Nord N one hundred uh, non five G phone. Um, it isn't perfect at all. You know what I mean. Um, through the the honeymoon phase, I'm noticing little things here and there. But still, for less than two hundred dollars USD, it is a steal.
2: Okay, because I've been looking for a uh, for a decent new phone. The one I've got at the moment is getting a bit old, and it's not running some apps. And I'm getting really frustrated with um, trying to trying to get a, a phone that um, has as little to do with China as possible. Uh, you know, it has a decent processor and can um, do what I need it to do. And uh, all all we have here is um, Huawei. Uh, um, you know, uh, HTC. Oh, we didn't have HTC. With, uh, the other one.
0: Show me. No, anyway. Show me. <laughs>
2: but yeah, I, it's really frustrating. Uh, Vivo, Oppo, um, you know the occasional OnePlus. Uh, you know, it's been it's really frustrating trying to find a phone that um, that sort of uh, matches what I want and is not too Chinese.
1: No, uh, can't get an ASUS phone
2: for love or money. What about our uh, yeah, Nokia? I've heard a lot of bad things about them. Oh. Nah, all eyes. <laughs> yeah, I've had a look at those, but yeah, yeah, it, it's frustrating. But I do have a new device. It's a Android TV dongle. I've been using this quite intensively over the past few weeks, and um, it's awesome. It's really good. Who is it made by? You guys using the old Android TV? This is a Smart View. Sorry, that way, Smart View, and it just plugs straight into your screen, and and uh, you can use it straight away. Nice remote control.
1: Now nah, I can't say I've ever heard heard, yeah. heard of that one. It's I do awesome. have the official. Android, Google TV, the new Chromecast TV. Um, and I'll just say it runs fine. You can technically sideload apps. So I literally sideloaded Firefox and I can watch some uh, MMA pirated streams on it. Um, the wife seems to like it for its ease of use. You hold down the talk button and then you can uh, just voice search and it will search everything. HBO Match, um, Disney Plus, uh, Hulu. Um, and there was like one or two free Things like Crackle that she also subscribed to. So she's able to watch what she likes to watch. Uh, she also, we, we also put Plex on there. Plex is now starting to offer basically like their own content. Right. Uh, so she was watching the TV series, The Dead Zone. Uh, I didn't know there were six seasons of that, but she was watching the TV series and it was every now and then showing their Plex ads on it. So she was happy and it worked.
0: Uh, I'm still using the the Amazon right. Fire Stick fortunately um it works it's pretty slow it's it's one of the first ones it doesn't have it doesn't have the voice activation uh alexa or whatever that is called um and as far as a, a phone goes i'm still rocking the chinese super chinese huawei p30 pro and i don't think i'll be getting a new phone for a while i i do actually quite like this one as a still has a a pretty uh pretty great camera on it and i'm not running out of space and it's still everything does everything i need it to do so
1: well i will say i've ivor i do not know about network support cuz that's the whole thing what networks will this support but if you remember we talked about this a while ago um i always call it EOS i don't know what to call it um they've branched out a lot they offer a lot more phones uh, directly from them and they offer their firmware now on a lot of phone easily i'll say 200 phones a lot of motorola phones um a lot of uh i'll say samsung phones um so it might be worth looking at maybe if you want to get away from um even um google um eos i think is doing a much better job than mm. I-, I think we expected them to do in the beginning
2: yeah, um, one of the problems I'm having is um, if I try if I try and buy stuff from overseas, uh, it takes months to get here if it arrives at all. Uh, our shipping reliability has just gone down the crapper, and um, you know, so if I do order a phone from overseas, it's going to take months and months to get here. And then um, you know, if I if I buy it locally, it's uh, usually overpriced. And uh, and it still takes ages to arrive, and it, you don't have the same range that's available. Um, so it's becoming really frustrating. The whole shipping issue. Uh, you know, normally I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't mind getting stuff from Amazon or something like that and having it shipped from overseas. Um, but now you just end up waiting far too long for it to actually arrive. Stuff I've ordered before has just been cancelled uh, and and uh, just given a refund with no explanation.
0: I am definitely still interested in. In this type of thing to do, or, uh, I do. I wanted. There's a few I wanted to try, um, but it is just the support. Like I can't. I can't justify getting a, a new phone, um, and I don't really want to root or throw on a different operating system on this and possibly break it and not have a phone at all. Yeah,
1: I don't going to lie. I am tempted to go on swap. Is it still running Google Apps? all Huawei phones are running Google access except for like one model. Um, that was all just news. fud. um, on the E foundation website, it lists all of the devices. I am tempted to get literally like a $50 Motorola phone from like five years ago. Uh, and just load this EOS on it just so I can see how it looks like. Um, I want to say when I was looking through these on swap, I was able to find phones for, for as
2: low as like 40 bucks. That is good.
0: Looks like.
2: I should get you to buy me one and send it to me.
1: Probably, uh, probably would uh, cost you less.
0: <laughs> There's only nine devices supported by Easy Installer. Gigaset phone and a couple fair phones, and then some Samsungs.
1: That's okay. I'm not afraid of the command line kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm looking for the the list of devices that are supported. Period.
1: I can like copy paste well. Um, I did put a link in the notes too. It was uh, doc.efoundation/devices. Oh, there we go. Nice. Yeah, I'll say it, it's easy. Over 150, 200 devices. Uh, most of them, you have to follow the installed doc. Oh, sorry, it's 158 devices.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not scared of the command line either.
1: Well, I can copy paste with the best of them. Yeah, that's
0: right. Command line hero.
1: Exactly. Very cool. Um, yeah, I will say I don't have any other really. Android-related things, but what I will say is there is still plenty of stuff happening in the Android-verse. Whether it is Fuchsia, something that people thought would never get the light of the day, actually being pushed to people's uh, Nest Hub devices. Not all of them, but some of the people are getting Fuchsia on their devices. Uh, we have the rumor mill saying Pixel, the next line of Pixel devices will have a foldable device, um,
0: which I will say
1: I haven't seen a foldable device out in the public have you guys?
0: No. But I don't spend much time in the public. Not
1: so. Yeah. Uh, same here, but I would still like <laughs> think every now and then I would like spot one, just once in a while. You I know, mean, even though now I've one hundred percent work from home. I only leave when I have to, kinda of thing. But um with Google coming out with a foldable device, I think the Motorola one is gonna come down again in price even more. The Samsung one is gonna come down in price even more. The Oppo and the OnePlus rollable devices i'm sorry are just flat out sexy hopefully in the next like 12 18 months all those are going to come down in price because i'm not paying you know a thousand dollars for any phone but i would like the foldable prices to at least come down to maybe like 600 dollars, so then other people can buy them to help bring the price down
0: rob in the chat says he got to play with the z fold how's that
2: it does sound cool yeah um, there's a youtuber on uh, that i watch who's mr mobile He's um, right into his fold phones. Uh, I recommend checking out his channel sometime if you're into foldables. He's done a very good um, series called Into the Fold, where he basically reviews and and uses as his daily driver foldable phones. Um, and he does a really good job of reviewing them and telling telling you what their um, problems are and and uh, what what the benefits are. He's quite impressed with them, uh, mainly the um, the Motorola ones. Well, he's
1: the uh, only one I've heard. Once. He's the only one I've ever heard say anything good about the Motorola ones. Um because the you fold them in half and the front screen is useless. No Android is programmed for that hmm. side screen, so Motorola has to try to figure out what to put on that screen. The oh, he only doesn't say it's a foldable say the perfect. Perfect. Yeah. The only foldable I've heard everybody who touched it for more than like three, four weeks have said was the Huawei one because it folded in the right direction. Um Where the Samsung folded um like opposite of a book. Where I believe the newest Samsung is gonna fold the in air quote correct way. Um I want Motorola to keep trying their old Razor style phone because I do think, because this is about to be the third rev, maybe by the fourth or fifth rev they're gonna nail it to where it is going to be really thin, it is gonna be really pocketable, and it is gonna be really functional. Very cool. Um so have you have any uh, apps? I'll say jump out at you guys. Uh, recently I've had at least a couple apps I find, uh, interesting is the way that I'll put it while we wait for, um,
0: sure. I've got something to show you that I, that I found the other day, um, is this beauty. Look at that door.
1: Oh my goodness. It looks like it weighs a lot.
0: No, it's not. It's no, it's all plastic. Uh, This is a Sanyo. What is the model? This is a, this is a bit old.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Sanyo
0: still even makes phones. Yeah, out. I don't know, but has a removable battery. Yeah, this thing was uh, was pretty sweet when it came out.
1: And I guess it was really good at text messaging.
0: Uh, yeah, and then and then the front isn't just pretty; it, it actually was functional too and lit up. Oh, uh-huh. found this going through my stuff, and it has a card slot. I can't even remember what it was all. Boost Mobile is that still around down there?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, the MVNE arena is I'll say as, as alive as ever Those people this. love competition.
0: I got this phone in Honolulu.
1: Oh nice. Um I wanted to talk about this just because I don't hear anybody talking about this as a possible solution. Um when we talk about password password management, okay? I understand I understand if people just use Chrome everywhere they compute and they just use Chrome to save the password. I understand that. I'm not that guy. Okay. I understand if you use edge everywhere and you want to install edge on Android, which there's a beta at now, and you want to just save your passwords there. You can, I understand. I'm not that guy. Um, I also don't want to pay like, um, what is it now? More than $30 a year for LastPass. Um, I don't mind paying them, but I'm not going to feel like I'm getting raked over the coals, you know? Um, because the only thing they offer me is, password saving, password creation, password access on multiple devices and the ability to share out to other people, which I understand that's a valuable thing, but it's not that valuable. Okay. Um, okay. And I'll say it like this. I don't like the idea of having a local password database encrypted or not doesn't matter because then I have to be the administrator copying it around. All it takes is one person to get access to that database one time and they can make a copy of that and then offline attack it to infinity and beyond, which means if anybody ever gets a copy of that key pass database, game over, man game over, they got it. Just assume they broke it because they will. Uh, That's how encryption works. When you can offline attack infinite number of times per second for the end of time, they will in sooner or later get into your database. So this is the opposite approach. This is called less pass. And I will admit, I do think it's a little bit difficult to explain how this works. The way I'll describe it is there is no centralized database. There is a master password. When you log in with the master password anywhere, an algorithm gets set based upon your master password. So then when you go to a website based upon your master password, based upon the URL of the website, and I believe based upon your username, those three things are then added in to create your password i.e. tomorrow I could wake up in Uzbekistan with no memory except for my master password to Les Pass. I could download a copy of Les Pass, create my account on my local computer, and I would have access to all my websites without question. Now, the downside is all somebody has to do is in air quotes, guess my master password, and then they can get into my sites as well. Um, you know, if I have, like, a 64-character password, uh, the likelihood of anyone able to do that is, like, slim to none. So I'm at least toying with the idea of using this as a password manager. The downside is I will literally have to change every password I have right
0: now. There's no import?
1: Uh, not that I saw. I mean, it might, but I didn't see it.
0: Yeah, you brought this one before, and it, I forgot to look at it further. Um, I, I actually changed over... To Bitwarden from LastPass after we talked last time, and I said I was done with that. Well, when LastPass decided that you could only have it on your computer or on your phone, you could yeah. Well,
1: I don't know about you, but I didn't. I basically I don't let any Android app update unless I tell it to update. I have not updated my LastPass Android application. I can still log in everywhere with LastPass with no
0: issue. Oh, nice. Yeah, I just decided to give Bitwarden ten bucks a a year, and go with that. And it's not like it doesn't autofill when you go to a website; you have to actually click on the the little icon up top. Um, but whatever.
1: Um. Well, I would I would ask you if you can um use uh, if you can do like a clipboard monitoring program and just see if it utilizes the clipboard for that, because that's one of my fears. You no, know, it doesn't. One of my
0: it doesn't do it. Okay. LastPass does. Think,
1: no, no. LastPass doesn't. LastPass used to, and Bitwarden I know used to, and I know they said they were going to address it, and that was like a year ago, and I never heard if they actually addressed
0: it. Oh, so LastPass doesn't autofill anymore?
1: They Well, they do autofill, but they don't use the clipboard. Oh, okay,
0: okay. Yeah, that's what I meant, um, is that they do that. And,
1: and I don't have anything against Bitwarden. They seem fine, but I have no faith that in a year they're not going to change underneath me as well. Kind of thing. That's my whole, I don't, I'm old. I don't trust people. Um, and I don't like how to me, it seems like they lie and say, you can install your own server where you really can't. All you can install is your own node and your node is useless if it can't connect to their servers. Really? So Uh, it's, so yeah. Yeah. Cause I installed it and I then DNS black holed their servers and then it didn't work. Um, so it it's nothing more than to me uh, exploitable extra link in a chain that doesn't seem to be needed. But I like how they work. I will say that. I like the support that they give everybody. I like the price that they say. I just am one of those people. I'm old. I don't trust them. In a year from now if they're still 10 bucks, I'll feel much better. In 2 years from now if they're still 10 bucks, I might actually switch over to them.
0: Yeah, I figure it it was easy because they do you can just import the the last pass. Uh, data into it so it wasn't... There was no no pain in switching over.
1: Gotcha. Well, I mean, the good sign is I believe um, all it is is an XML file. Uh, even when I tried to use the um, NextCloud solution, it came so close to working. I just couldn't get the damn thing to work
0: right. Or which one was that?
1: Uh, I want to say I'm trying to remember what it's called now. It was the built-in solution to NextCloud for password management. Right. Well, yeah. Passman.
0: Passman, that's right.
1: And I couldn't get the damn thing to work right. It was close. I'm not going to lie. It was really close.
0: But then you're um, back to that self-hosted anyway. Well, which... I'm
1: already self-hosting the Nextcloud. That's my excuse. Yeah. But you know I mean,
0: yeah, I know I yeah, again, I I don't know that I want to take on the burden of But I have been I have been using Nextcloud uh, I shut down my my G Suite account with with Google, and I've been yes, using yeah I've been using Nextcloud exclusively for a couple months now without yeah, d- d- any problems.
1: Do you want to know why? I know
0: I told you. <laughs>
1: you might have told me, but doesn't mean I remembered. Uh, because Google Hangout is getting systematically axed. Now, in typical Google fashion, in case, case people don't understand this, there is no like one Google Hangout server that everyone connects to, uh, the, the, um, of Google means that there is hundreds of these servers. None of them are even running the same version of the software kind of thing. They all are their own little beast, little thing. And they selectively decide, uh, like each week for a percentage of them to die. Um, so my Google hangouts basically went away about two weeks ago, but what happened is now half of my conversations got splintered off and now they're on Google voice. And then another half of my chats got splintered off. And now they're on chat.google.com. And when I tried to send you the show links through chat.google.com, it says it was unable to process the request to an outside network.
0: Well, yeah, that's right. Um, so I'm actually, uh, as far as like my domain email is, is being processed by Mail now. Ah, good. Yeah. And so I'd pay them a bit of money to do it instead, but I'd much rather give those guys money than than Google. So I agree. And and CJ in the chat here is saying that, that he uses Vault Warden, which is um, apparently it's Bit Warden written in Rust. So that's another option if someone wants to. Look. Interesting. And uh, um. Ivor is tapping out. He had computer issues, so. That was fun while it lasted.
1: Well, I don't know how to say, you know, know, if he needs me to troubleshoot, just let me know and I'll be there with him. Um,
0: Yeah, well, you you know what he needs? He needs to buy a Lenovo. (laughs) Don't
1: say that too loud. Um, If I could buy him a new piece of hardware, I would. Um, I wanted to bring this up only because um, this is groundbreaking kind of thing. Okay, tangent. We have Windows 11 going to have natively Android app ability via the amazon app store which is weird but they are going to have android apps so it's crossing the line between chromebooks and windows laptops kind of thing officially in android 12 google is going to support to support third party app stores okay this is kind of like groundbreakingly insane this is like their bread and butter i mean they're literally like sounding like they're going to open up the ecosystem to allow phone manufacturers and um, 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 phone carriers to install third-party app stores or you, the user, to be able to install third-party third-party app stores. And now I do believe like one of the best beneficiaries is going to be um, places like F-Droid or App2 IDE, Aptoid, um, or places like that. But if this... If they're reading the tea leaves right, the X the XDA developer people basically say yes, they are going to basically enable third party third party app stores through their interface, which I do think is quite insane.
0: Um, I sent you that article which I didn't didn't read thoroughly, but that that Google is going to be taking out all or wasn't wouldn't allow APKs on the Play Store. Do you remember that?
1: looking for it now i want to say it was uh i can't remember if it was android authority or android police
0: so do you reckon that that has anything to do with this or like would affect it at all
1: um yeah i'll say this partially yes um android is changing long story short apk there's no such thing as an apa an apa apk file an apk file is nothing more than a zip file but they changed the extension to apk google is changing the default format of their files to be a much more condensed, much more, um, uh, compressed format, but it's also going to enable them to, um, splinter out updates to where if you only need a little bit of the file, they'll very easily be able to just take a section of that file and ship it down to us saving bandwidth, saving processing power, making things faster. But it's also, they're going to force every developer to update their app or else you're going to get basically the boot off of the store. It wouldn't shock me if this is somehow related, is what I'll say. Um, And rest assured, if they are changing the app format, it's not because they're doing it because they like people.
0: You think that they'll somehow lock down the device to where you won't be able to sideload APKs as well? Because that would be a big problem.
1: Well, I do think it's going to make it easier for them as an operating system to differentiate and give them different like abilities. If you come over with the correct format and air quote, they'll give you like higher permissions or permissions without question easier, where if you come in with an APK, it might be a little bit more difficult to, um, you know, um, get everything that you need, or it might periodically ask you, are you sure you want to give access like every time you load the application? Right. But yeah, I'm sure it has to do something with control. Just like Google dropping the third, party cookie thing. It isn't because they like you and they respect your privacy. It's because they think they don't need it anymore and they can track you their own way. So
0: well, There was one, one uh, piece of hardware which I got that had, is not Android. But it does have an Android app. And this particular device that I got I am using almost every day. And it is a Traeger. A hardwood pellet smoker. And uh, so it has an app which I just put in there. Okay. So it's it's an Ironwood 650 Traeger. And uh, it is fantastic. And it is amazing to cook with. And you can just put a probe into whatever you're cooking. And it will pretty much cook it almost perfectly every time.
1: Well, yeah, because that's the thing. You basically just load it with um, hours worth of pellets. You program it. I want my beef to not go above like 126 or whatever. You put the probe in correctly because if you put it in wrong, of course, you know, bad things are going to happen. And then you just sit back and wait.
0: Um. Yeah, and and then there's all the different types of pellets and everything else. And, uh, and so the app, you can adjust the temperature. You can turn the, the grill off. You can... Um, adjust the probe to where you want it to stop and it actually is it's for what it does I haven't had any issues with it it's a pretty polished there's a couple annoying things like if the if the the grill gets low on pellets it'll like have a pop-up ad for Home Depot do you want to buy some more pellets (laughs) like dude come on I've got a bag outside leave me alone Um, but yeah the yeah the grill is is amazing and i've had a lot of fun cooking and have enjoyed eating the food that has come with it
1: i understand absolutely um i will say i'm not going to say i don't want a smoker i just want to wait till i can invest in something proper which is not today
0: yeah this one is well yeah this is a a pretty good one um and there are some other some other brands that are about half the price. Like there's one that's called uh, Pit Boss, and so that might be worth looking. at. I'd like to try one of those, but um, I can't. I can't buy another one. That's for sure.
1: I understand. Um, <laughs> one thing I did want to throw out there real quick. Uh, Ivor mentioned his dongle, and I'll be just. I never heard of the dongle before in my life. Um, I'm a. I'm a little worried about dongles like that that I've never heard of only because when are they ever going to get updates um in the realm of iot in the realm of security it's very plausibly possible for anything with an ip address in your house that doesn't get an update for it to be used for either ddos purposes island hopping purposes or something else so I'm always a little hesitant to get no-name things now for me for my own little play thing, sure, yeah, I'll get whatever. But for my wife and family, I always want to try to get something I at least heard of kind of thing, which is why I got the Android uh, Google Chromecast thing, and it was literally only, I think, $45. Um, but then I saw this one, and I'm not going to lie. I like Anchor as a company. Uh, I do believe they make some of the best cables, some of the best batteries, uh, some of the best like power packs, um, some of the best hubs I think I've seen. So for them to come out with a... Uh, 4k tv dongle with a google remote with an official google remote with the um assistant button on it it really sounds interesting and i'm sure because it's anchor it's not going to be like cheap um i expect it to be probably 50 to 60 bucks
0: yeah i'm uh, a big fan of of anchor products um so i was showing my mouse here i've had for years is uh anchor and my earbuds as well are an anchor product
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I believe my wife, I believe I talked to her into getting Anchor earbuds, and she's pretty happy with it.
0: One thing I would ask, though, Doris, if you could please stop talking about Ivor's dongle.
1: I can't help it. I have dongle envy. Uh, So I say let's try to jump into some apps, if you're okay with that.
0: Yeah, here, I've got one for you. Sure. And this is one that I haven't... I'm trying to figure out how to... how to, um uh try to get off of google calendars basically which is a extremely convenient way um well i mean it's a it's a convenient system for sure and for syncing and everything else but this one is a proton calendar which is made by the same proton that does proton mail um do
1: you do you want to give like a quick uh thirty thousand foot of proton like what it is why it is how it is
0: well I don't, I'm not a spokesperson for it by any means, but uh, yeah, they, it's a company in Switzerland and they started off by just having free encrypted emails. And so if, yeah, I mean, you can just have all your emails encrypted. I'm not sure how it works going between different encrypted care. Like if you went Proton to somebody that was doing their own encryption, if that's how that works. Um, But then they, they now gotten a uh a paid a paid version of proton and and now they like i'm hosting my my email there um so yeah it's they're basically just a a security focused group based in switzerland so i mean there's good cheese and chocolate banks. yeah
1: and and they have been issued uh, multiple subpoenas from international courts and and when they give the courts all they, in air quotes, have, it's just blobs of binary data that mean nothing. Uh, they literally have no logging of any sort, of any magnitude, anywhere on any of their network. Um, as long as you email from Proton email address to Proton email address, you are basically rest assured it goes from point to point with complete in um, in um encryption. The only way it's going to get out is if, like Josh has uh, spyware or something on his computer or the recipient has something on their computer that can like read the screen. Otherwise it is incredibly secure.
0: They also do, they have a proton VT VPN as well, but it is a little bit pricey, seven bucks a month or something like that. So, but yeah, this is something that, that I've installed and I want to try to figure out how to migrate everything over and since I do have this next cloud running now, I want to be able to incorporate a next cloud calendar and kind of sync everything through there as well. Um, and so it's, I don't really understand like the, the web DAV or DAV X, yeah. all of that. Cal
1: dev and web dev.
0: Yeah. And so I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around that as well to try to be able to, to sync everything, but i don't exactly know how that stuff works
1: well i mean i'll say first um proton calendar private and secure calendar from proton tech ag productivity e for everyone no reviews um oh because it's a beta never mind yeah, yeah. Um, it, took, it, it, it took me a second to figure that out um uh updated june 17 2021 varies with device One hundred thousand plus installs for a beta that says something right there um i see it, 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 it However I explain it it's not going to make any sense because saying caldav or webdav is like saying pop or mappy um it's just an agreed, agreed upon protocol for point to point communications um pop and mappy is just email message focused protocol to be efficient with cal dev and webdav webdav i believe is supposed to be more contacts um contacts and uh something else focused where cal dev is basically just supposed to be a calendar connection for meetings and appointments kind of things you should be able to i'll say point your next Cloud server to it using Caldev and see it just like it was a native next Cloud calendar but i will say it's a little tricky and it's not instantaneous sometimes when i use cal dev I make an appointment and it takes like five to ten minutes for it to show up in a different system.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this is something that I, I don't know, apparently I'm a a proton shill now, so. Hey, could be worse. Really could be worse. Could be an Apple shill.
1: No, you could be a Microsoft shill.
0: Or that too.
1: Speaking of Microsoft shill, um, Microsoft (laughs) Edge is my app. Uh, Microsoft Edge Beta for Microsoft Communications Uh, E for everyone in beta, 115 downloads. For some reason, this one has reviews, 4.2 average reviews, updated June 28th, 2021, varies with device, 1,000 plus installs, Uh, current version (laughs) 92.0.902. Yeah, it's like they're on drugs or something and they're not sharing. (laughs) Um, I will have to admit maybe the best decision when it comes to web browsers Microsoft has ever made, it's to give up on their dom give up on their document object model and just take someone else's core and use that as their base. Um, with that said, when are they going to do that with the kernel because they really do need to just say,
0: Oh man. Yeah. I don't think they, I don't think they can. I mean, they just, just blow it up and then throw the Linux kernel in there and call it good.
1: Well, you know um, I will say I use the edge browser on my work computer for work related things uh but i got here's the weird thing they just found out at work that technically speaking one of the last versions of windows 10 because they've been minor and major releases here in the last like two or three years one of the last major releases has support until 2029 or 2028 and in that version it officially supports Internet Explorer 11.
0: (laughs) There you go. And
1: supposedly people at work are being told by their superiors, be prepared to roll back every computer to that last major Windows 10 version and make IE 11 the default on everybody's desktop. What? Uh, Wow. That's all I got to say. Wow. Yeah. You know.
0: I was just looking up. There's no Internet Explorer.
1: Yeah, There's no explaining it. There's no rationalizing it. Um,
0: you just, you know. That's oh, government. Just kick, kick the can down the road a bit.
1: Something like that. Um, so I can't talk about this
0: app anymore. No, I'm I'm upset you brought it in the first place. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, they're going to send you your 25-cent check for that or what?
1: I, yeah, they're probably going to reprimand me.
0: There's an oldie but goodie. Um This is a Minesweeper, the clean one. It has 8,448 reviews uh, by Dustland Design under Puzzle. Average of 4.6 reviews, or uh, 4.6 through those reviews. Uh, 500,000 plus installs, 5.4 megs. Current version 1.3.1. Updated June 16th, 2021 in app purchases of two thirty nine to three seventy nine. I don't even know what that is. Um but it's just a uh it's a fun minesweeper. That's about it. Simple.
1: Yeah, I mean I saw this I'm I had to like turn my I had to look away. Um I in the back in the day I played too much Minesweeper uh that I care to admit. Um and this did look really good. Uh it looked really simple kind of thing because really there's nothing Complicated about Minesweeper. It's all just simple math, um, but I like the options I saw on this app. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, it's. I don't know. I, is Minesweeper still a thing? I mean, does it come on Microsoft computers or?
1: Um, it, it it doesn't come by default, but you can go on the Windows Store and download it or Solitaire or Spider Solitaire.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, for anybody that doesn't know what Minesweeper. Is or was <laughs> look into it. I mean it was one of the first sort of gooey games uh, on a computer. Is that right, Dora? I mean that's hard... one of the first ones, right? Like it's
1: it kind of is, and it's hard to describe. All you gotta know is there's a field, there's a grid of squares. You click to uncover that square, and if there's nothing around it, it just opens up an area and then you see numbers bordering the uncovered boxes and then you got to use math to figure out the number represents how many bombs a square is touching so hypothetically if you have a number eight you know all the way surrounding that square is mine because that's the most you can possibly have uh, and then using that kind of logic you have to look at each square and say well this is only touching one next to it is only touching two this one is only touching one then you know well there must be a bomb space bomb kind of math going
0: on and you're basically you're just trying to clear all the the empty spots that don't have a bomb and if you hit a bomb then cyanar, good night
1: start over and i will say some of them actually offer like some of the games offer in the very beginning they offer you a hash giving you that exact game number to where you can then say here you try this game number to see if you can clear it out kind of thing because there's in Minesweeper there are little gotchas to where sometimes you'll go to a corner and you have nothing but a 50 yeah, 50 chance. Yeah. You might be right, you might be wrong.
0: All about the hash door.
1: Uh, yeah, I know a little bit about like that. Um, okay. I literally looked down and I swore what I was about to click said hemp puzzle. It doesn't, <laughs> but it looks like it did. Uh, this is a game uh, that I will say was uh, pretty popular. On Nintendo Switch and Steam and other platforms, uh, currently it's six dollars and ninety nine cents here in the U.S. Um, if you actually play through the game, in my humble opinion, well worth the money. It is called Baba Is You, from Hempuli, a puzzle-based game. E for everyone. One hundred and thirteen reviews. Six dollars and ninety nine cents USD. How much is it out there in Candua?
0: Nine ninety nine.
1: 999 uh 4.9 average reviews um it is eligible for the family library so that's good updated may the 5th 2021 88 megs in size thousand plus installs current version 144.0 4.1 android and up uh permissions photos media storage uh pair with bluetooth de- devices I don't have any idea why but I'll tell you this this is a different breed of puzzle based game okay we're gonna take a look at the number one screenshot And what you see is four corners. You see Baba is you, Flag is win, Wall is stop, and Rock is push. Okay, the puzzle nature base of this game is you can push certain things around, and if you hypothetically say, Baba is flag, well now, all of a sudden, you're not you. Now, all of a sudden, you're the flag, and you can move the flag around. And then you can manipulate the flag to open up a path, And then you can say Baba is rock and then you become the rock and then you can move the rock around. It is maybe the most unique style puzzle game I think I've seen in years. Um, I did play the I want to say the demo on the switch for a while and it was the kind of game I had to put it down. Uh, My uh, oldest son did buy it and he did like crush it kind of thing. But it is the kind of game that once you beat it, you can go back and replay it which you kind of know all the little tricks of the trade. Um, But he said he still had fun.
0: And this is right in your wheelhouse, too, with the the 8-bit graphics.
1: Yeah, it's definitely easy on people with bad eyes, is the way I'll put it.
0: Yeah, everybody's raving about it in the reviews.
1: Yeah, it is one of those games, if you enjoy puzzle games at all, if you don't want dash, twitch, shooter, you know, shooting people in the head kind of game, headshots, and you like puzzle games, games that make you sit down and think, then Baba Is You is a very good uh, candidate, is the way I'll
0: put it. And box.
1: Well, Crazy. you know, you can always say add to wish list, and then hopefully it will come down in price and be more reasonable.
0: Cool. Yeah, nice one, that, uh Where'd you find that gem?
1: I, well, honestly, I've been uh, really trolling. Um, Android Police and Android Authority have weekly... Look at these new app postings and somebody else did too. And I've been basically trolling the hell out of them for the last couple months, just picking up here apps here and there. And that was one that as soon as I saw it, didn't have to look at it, just click it, save it, bookmark it.
0: Um this one is called BirdNet, Bird Sound Identification by Stefan Call under education. And there's it also has 4.6 average reviews out of 7,374. One million plus installs. Last updated 21st of May 2021. Current version 1.84. Requires Android 5.0 and up. And it is a bird sound identification, exactly like it says in the in the title. So you just uh, let it record the bird. And then it gives you what it thinks that it is. Um, I've used it a few times, and it seems to be correct because I'm trying to learn more about the birds and and uh, the kid who turns three in two weeks um, really likes really likes the birds and whatnot. so I'd like to I never really was interested in in nature and learning about trees and birds and wildlife when i was a kid so i'm kind of hoping that i can teach him a bit more so he has a a base growing up as far as his surroundings and so this uh is a good way to try to identify all those all those pretty sounds you hear when you're walking in nature
1: i agree that's really cool and i um, and here's the thing i'm honestly amazed i didn't think of that because i have a i think a similar app is the way i'll put it um Between you and me, with no one listening, like, you know, my wife, um, the other day I walked out my front door and on coming out of my siding in the door jam um, was a snake. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'm a bit of a wussy. There are things that I'm definitely like afraid of, apprehensive of, sometimes irrationally afraid of stuff, but you know, I am, whatever. And it was not a big snake. It was maybe, you know, like three inches, four inches long, but it was just sitting there like about six feet up on the, on my siding, just looking at me. And then my buddy immediately said, what are you doing? Uh, You need to um, download this app, use this app. And it's called snake snap by snake snap Inc. Education E for everyone, 494 reviews, free to download, no in-app ads, no in-app purchases, uh, 4.9 average reviews. Uh, July 5th, 2019, last updated, Uh, 17 megs in size, 50,000 plus installs, version 1.0.1. So it hasn't been updated in over a year, and the version is 1.0.1. As far as I'm concerned, I'm going to paraphrase Mad Dog, John Mad Dog call and say sometimes you don't need to update stuff. They kind of don't. Requires 5.0 Android and up, content rating, E for everyone. Permissions, it is going to need some permissions, like your low, your low location, your photos, your media, your storage, your camera, your microphone, and other. I'm not sure why it needs a microphone. What I'll say is, I guess. Uh, it, it's a very simple app. You just take a picture of a snake, or you take, or you go to your gallery, you take the picture of the snake. You add as much information as you can. You can give it your geolocation permissions, or you can just type in your location and say, here's where I'm at. What in the hell is this? Um, it's not instantaneous. Uh, It did take, I want to say, at least like 10 minutes, but it wasn't long at all. And then it told me exactly what kind of snake it was, and it insisted. This is not threatening to you, your family, at all. It is going to take care of small varmints and small pests in the area. Uh, Please, whatever you do, leave it alone. So what Uh, was it? I knew you were going to ask that. (laughs) Uh, Let me just do a quick search in my email for snake. Sort by date. My snake snap submission. Man, I had to say that nice and slow. Okay, thank you for using snake snap. Your snake is a harmless rat snake. These snakes are considered to be beneficial, not just in nature, but also around homes and farms as they provide a great rodent control. They have been known to eat 192 mice per year and do not carry any disease humans can catch. They may act defensively if captured, but they are not dangerous snakes. Cheers. If you would like to see more pictures and information of the snake, please click here and it's to their website, giving you the definition and details of that snake.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's cool. That's, that's good. Um, I have one that, uh, another, uh, it's a spider identification. App, which I identified a wolf spider the other day, so that was fun. Um, but it, it's kind of janky, and it has like you can do a one time payment, and for some reason, it just won't work. And so, it's just this obnoxious ad where you have to watch like this 30 second ad before you can do anything every time you want to take a picture of this spider, and I can't give them money to get rid of it. And so, it's just sort of that was just a brick. I don't even want to use it. Gotcha. Um. So I've been I've been thinking about cheating on podcast addicts. Um. And this is one of them called Podverse. And it, you can sync it between. I mean, I shoot, I can't remember. I've been doing. I've been looking at several of them, so I can't remember exactly. I think this one. I think it's a. Almost like a a web app um, where you can sync everything, and they also just open sourced it as well. Um, but I've been I've been f- trying to follow this podcasting two point and like I'm really keen on being able to stream cryptocurrency to podcasts, and so. I had reached out to is it Guillermo, the podcast addicts and and he said that he wouldn't be implementing that feature. So but Xavier. Xavier. He always waits
1: he always waits for it to become like absolute is what I'll say.
0: Well he said that he said that there would be like point zero one percent of his um of his uh audience that would actually use the feature, so it's just it's such a good thing podcast addict is such a good app you know that it'll be difficult to find something that is comparable but also has some of these features that i'd like
1: gotcha there's a really really clean looking player is the way i'll put it
0: yeah did you go to the website you can actually play from so i think what you do is you you have an account there and then the app and the podverse.fm. And then everything syncs through there, if I remember correctly. Gotcha. But he just he just open sourced it last week, I think.
1: Yeah, see with the clips, everyone's trying to figure out how to um get the network effect with viral audio clips.
0: Mm-hmm. So this is uh if you do decide to do the premium you get one year free and then it's ten bucks a year after that. Gotcha. Yeah, there's actually there's there's quite a bit of exciting, this exciting things happening in the in the podcast universe. People are starting to realize that oh, this is a thing.
1: Yeah, I, I always want to say Podgit, but that's not right. Podgit is a Linux container application. I want to say it was uh, something like Podcurl. Um, I was tempted forever to use a application to where I could put my own f- um, subscriptions in a file push all of the basically coalesce is the right word coalesce or concatenate all of my subscriptions down to a single rss file and then push them up through podnets.com and say whenever i load a device just subscribe to this feed and it'll be my feed Hmm. that's basically everything i subscribe to all in just one feed and i and i kept getting close to wanting to do that uh except it sounded like work
0: is that possible
1: yeah absolutely
0: okay uh, so you just need a, a script or something to, to create
1: No it? No script needed. There's an application that basically exists. You basically install it on your box. You it's almost like tiny tiny RSS to where you can have unlimited feeds and then what comes out of it is all feeds. You can have different you can have different categories of feeds. You can say short shows, long shows, medium shows, or you can just say all shows and that all shows would just be an RSS file of everything concatenated in chronological order. So it appears to be just one feed and I came really close to doing it. And it's really, and it's actually an old application. Uh, and it basically, I want to say it is nothing more than just a .sh file
0: in the background. Yeah, sounds like it. something that over all of your uh, your feeds.
1: Yeah, and you know, still subscribing to over 150 podcasts, uh, still listening to over 24 hours worth of content, any, any average given day, I'm sorry, 197 feeds. Um, it's hard for me to move off of podcast addict, but I think I already know what's going to be that thing to make me change is podcast addict only goes up to five X and I think I might need faster than five X soon.
0: Yeah. And it's, that's so great. The, the, total time saved by playback speed 147 days <laughs> great <Yeah. laughs> 21 days by skipping silence yeah
1: um here was another one that as soon as i saw i thought you would be a fan of so i had to clip it uh and it's basically just called secure me um you have to trust this app i'm just saying okay it is secure me all one word secure from secure me tools e for everyone no in-app ads, no in-app purchases. Completely free to download. Um, no reviews. Basically, um, updated April sixteenth, twenty twenty. Size six point nine megs. One hundred plus installs. Current version 007, Uh, four point three Android and up. Uh, content rating E for everyone. Permissions. It basically just says no special permissions to run. Okay, that should be an indicator to you. Uh, this is basically a application that helps you understand. Uh. What's on your phone and how to um, uh, secure your device? I, this, I'm pretty sure this is what I thought it was.
0: Is it? No, I installed this. Blocks app. applications that require persistent access to permissions and protecting your device from intrusive apps.
1: Yeah, and then basically you can like lift restrictions or lower restrictions uh, when you want to use an app or if you think you need to use an app. The 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 example I'll use. Sorry is Eric Ardini having to use Facebook for work. Um, hypothetically, you could lift the restrictions, launch the app, do what you need to do, and then lower the restrictions again. Um, I will say this is a little bit easier than using an Island, um, or a work account on Android, uh, which I still use on my devices for certain apps. Um, this was a simpler way to do it is the way I'll put it. So if you knew, if you know somebody out there that complains about having to have an app installed and they don't like the fact they have to have it installed, uh, this app should be able to at least help them mitigate how much access that app has.
0: Yeah. If that, if it works, that's great. I used Island for a while and I didn't really have a use for it, but is that, is that still in beta? (laughs) I think it was in beta for its entire existence.
1: I'm pretty sure it's in beta forever. I can now not find it when I do a search, oh, wow. but if I have the direct link to it, it, it still works just fine.
0: Um, so another one, what I did, uh, my—I don't think we've talked about this, but my my home network now is the Nextcloud, which is on a Raspberry Pi four sitting on my on my shelf. With an external hard drive, but, um, you know, one copy is zero copies. And I ended up paying a one-time fee for P-Cloud, it's called. And it is a, a cloud storage, and I have two terabytes up there. And so I have an app on my phone, and I have an app on my computer and so basically i'm syncing my next drive uh directory on my computer to the p cloud app and so it's automatically backing up next cloud and so this is uh, P cloud free cloud storage by p cloud limited productivity 35,321 reviews, 4.5 average reviews. And it is 1 million plus installs, 19 megs in size, updated 25th of June, 2021. Uh, current version varies with device. Android version varies with device. And so, yeah, it's I'm backing up all my pictures automatically from my phone up to pCloud And it's been, it's been, everything's worked flawlessly so far. They've been around for hopefully long enough that they're not going to, to fold. Um, So I figured, you know, it would only take a few years paying by the year to, uh, to pay for the one-time fee that I, that I paid. And so that's, that's how I'm working my, my network now as far as, as storage and syncing and and backup
1: so can i ask uh, how much did you pay
0: uh 350
1: and this is like a lifetime kind of thing yeah and that,
0: well, that's but, not that, bad. but that's us too so like twelve okay, thousand right, dollars right.
1: um so this is and i don't know how to describe this except for this is going with the dropbox um um method of you install it, you put a folder anywhere in your device, and then you click what you want to sync in it kind of thing. Um, and, and it's a very proven way to do file syncing.
0: Uh, yeah. And it, <clears throat> and so I just use it for, like, the backup for the pictures on the phone, but then all it's basically syncing my next cloud as a, as a backup that way. Um, and then it also you can pay more to have... A crypto folder, it's called, which is a end-to-end encrypted backup. But I mean, I, I would if I do that, I'll figure out a different way. There's you can also encrypt Nextcloud, but it's a, it's it gets convoluted though that way as to you know maybe it would make sense to have this crypto folder and put everything in there and then have everything encrypted. Because if I encrypt it going from my computer to Nextcloud and it's encrypted on my Nextcloud server and then I back it up to Pcloud, something happens to Nextcloud, can I unencrypt it? I can't unencrypt it on Pcloud. I wouldn't imagine it would just be some blob.
1: Gotcha. So, yeah, you're using it as a true backup utility. And that's the, here's the reason why I like the Next the Dropbox format of an application. On your phone, you're able to use it seamlessly as a backup. And I like how in the app you can say, just back up my photos, just back up my videos, or back up both. That's a nice little touch. Um, and then on your NextCloud instance, you're using it like a bridge to say, anything I put on my NextCloud, put up to there, put up to my PCloud kind of thing. And I'm going to guess, does it do vice versa? Anything that hits your PCloud, does it bring down to your NextCloud?
0: I have only synced it one way. Yeah, I, it's uh, yeah. That's that's a good point, though. Um, for the, pic- well, for the pictures the, anyway right
1: that's the same way I do my next cloud in sync google drive where I have it as a one way anything that hits my next cloud server instantaneously gets pushed up to the cloud server
0: you have it so you don't have it going both ways either
1: no just the one way and I don't know why I was always a little hesitant to say I didn't want to give google control over what was on my next cloud I'd rather have it vice versa
0: you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so it's it's great. It took me a, quite a while to figure out how I wanted to do this. This was this was the first step of getting off of the Google teat. Right.
1: Very cool. Um I'm going to bring one more and it is a game and it is another game that was already successful someplace else. Um and I'm going to I want to pronounce this right. This is Crypt of the Necro Dancer. <laughs> um, this was actually a really successful game on I wanna say uh Xbox, uh like their their arcade store, uh PlayStation Nintendo Switch, and on the Nintendo Switch, there's a bonus version of it where it's basically like Legend of Zelda based. Um long and the short of it is is this is almost like a puzzle game. Again. Um Crypt of the Necrodancer from Brace Yourself Games, great name. Action, uh hundred and twenty-one reviews, T thirteen. Um, this is uh no in-app purchases, no ads, four dollars and ninety-nine cents USD. So I'm gonna guess this is like eight dollars in Canada?
0: Um, I lost it. Uh yeah, five ninety-nine.
1: Five ninety-nine. Uh currently four dot four average reviews. Um eligible for the family library again, updated June 16th, 2021 one gig in size 1000 installs, current version 1.0.2b 5.0 Android NUP T for teen, violence and blood permissions, photo storage, network access. Uh, this is the nicest way I'll put it. A critically acclaimed award winning game. Uh, the way I describe it, it is a rhythm based tactical dungeon crawler. Uh, because if you attack, if you move and parry and attack with the beat, almost like you're dancing, you're really successful, really successful. So this is the kind of game you have to listen very carefully to what's going on. Um, Again, my son played it. And at first it took him like, you know, 10 minutes to figure out what the hell was going on because he just didn't get it. And then when he finally got it, he thought this was like one of the most ingenious uh, ways to initiate and have combat in a game just because it was so different
0: that, oh nice yeah that uh the PSP oh, okay I'm, uh, um there's a game that it's called Patapon and it was similar to that but you had uh, you had like a kind of a marching army and it was the same thing like a pat 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 pong, and so you had to you had to march to to the music the same way in order to in order to uh play the game and for me, I'm just musically illiterate and it was way too hard, but I have a friend who was very musical and he just loved it absolutely loved it,
1: yeah I'm the same way I have no beat, no rhythm whatsoever um I just thought it was cool. And it does say that the Android version is also optimized for Chromebooks. Um, just side tangent, these are the kind of games where quite literally, if you have a big screen, you will enjoy it much, much more, I personally
0: believe. Yeah, thanks, Dor. That that uh, brought back some memories. That was another, when I lived in Honolulu, I had the, the PSP, and we just played that game to, to no end. Very
1: cool. Oh, I was showing the wrong screen big dummy um so yeah i'm just a big fan of this style of game even if all i can do is just watch it because i surely can't play it
0: <laughs> so i'm just looking up pat upon now <laughs> it's like it's on well and i playstation
1: and i did have another like side link tangent i was i thought i shot to you um somebody was reinventing from scratch uh, james bond double o seven type thing, but they also said they wanted to pay homage to time splitters
0: yeah they're they're coming out with the new time splitters too oh my goodness that's Nobody what we need to make money that's what we need to do we need to uh we need to get together someday door and I'll introduce you to time splitters very
1: cool um so do you have any uh more apps uh you want to bring up? Or? no man
0: i think that's i think I'm good
1: okay. Uh, I'm just going to bring just one more just for giggles and it's because I still don't have my access to what I consider to be a very flawed platform of a clubhouse and other people keep putting out their version. This one is from Spotify. It's called Spotify Greenroom. Talk live music and uh, sports and more from Betty Labs Incorporated. It's under sports. T for teen. Free to install, no ads, no in-app purchases. Basically, this is where they want culture to happen with an audio experience is the way I'll put it. Um, If you want to have conversations about music, I honestly think this might be a good way to go. Um, if you're already a Spotify person, uh, then you might as well. I think if you like communicating about stuff, then this might be right up your alley. Uh, I'm not a Spotify person, so I'm not going to be installing this thing anytime
0: soon you mean that it's for people that want to discover culture on android so not really culture cuz you can only have culture can... if you have an iphone door. you you
1: know maybe counter culture maybe i don't know so i just wanted to throw it out there
0: yeah is there um, i don't i i've never seen clubhouse i mean i know it exists i think i understand the i have no desire to to join it um has there been any chatter at, of it being uh, developed on android or put out on android at all it
1: it is put out on android but it seems like it's a very archaic hand process of you download it you request access they decide who gets a stage and then they give you access to the app Uh, i've now had it installed for over a month and a half waiting for my access
0: nice (laughs) That's the same way that Gmail rolled out. Like you had to have an invite to get a, a Gmail account, and like, oh man, I've got a Gmail account. You're right. Yeah,
1: so I'm not. I'm not stressed about it. Um, I will say, do you have any uh parting words uh for everyone or?
0: Yeah, I just say that. for usual, it's good to be back. It's nice to sit down with you. Uh, it was great to see Ivor for a little bit there and for anybody that was in the chat room thank you and for everyone that listens thank you we haven't gotten any emails in a long time which is understandable since we haven't really been around too much in a long time um but if you're uh down south in the cold like ivor stay warm and if you're up north like we are and sweating then uh stay cool
1: get some ice, put it in a cooler, put your feet in the cooler. Yeah. And I will say, uh, thanks everyone for coming out live. If you would like to join us live, it's very easy. You can follow us on discord or on Twitter. I believe it's also being posted to Facebook at the same time. Uh, if you would like an email sent to you when we go live, just let me know, which I forgot to send one to captain zero. So my bad. Um, but I want to thank Michael Charles, uh, Rob, PJ, Pete, uh, yeah, uh, Charles Charles. and everybody uh, for coming out live. I try to keep up with you guys in chat, including Eric. I believe Eric is Ivor's brother's name. Um, I try to keep up um, mentally slow. If we had a full cast of hosts, it would be easier for me to read at the same time as listening, but it's a little bit difficult. So thank you guys for coming out. Um, Quick tangent. If you want to end the show now, just skip till the end, skip the rest and you don't need to worry about it. Uh, I will say we have lost almost half of our, Patreon supporters in the last year and like six months, which is understandable. I will say that. Uh, I will do everything in my power to try to convince people to, let's just say, come back and support us. If you would like to support us again, it's very easy. Patreon.com slash Android App Addicts. Uh, if you want to contact the show directly, it's very easy. AAA at podnuts.com. If you would like to send us a voicemail, it's very easy. 7076podnut or use any voice recording device on anything you would like, record an audio clip and send it via email. We'll take that as well. Uh, if you are like dying to partake on an episode of this, uh, I'm not against having people at least do little guest spots with their own apps, tips or hardware suggestions, uh, in the future. And, uh, uh so I want to,
0: sorry, door. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Um, I was going to go through the apps here. We didn't do a, a rundown oh, yeah. yeah. Of, Please. Um, so first there's a, the Traeger app by Traeger Pellet Grills. Um, we do take sponsorships. Uh, Proton Calendar, private and secure calendar, early access by Proton Technologies AG. Microsoft Edge Beta by Microsoft Corporation. We don't take sponsorships. Minesweeper, the clean one by Dustland Design under puzzle. Baba is You by Hempuli under puzzle. BirdNet, Bird Sound Identification by Stefan Call under Education. Um, Podverse by Podverse LLC under Entertainment. P Cloud, Free Cloud Storage by P Cloud Limited Productivity. Secure Me by Secure Me under Tools. Crypt of the Necro Dancer by Brace Yourself Games under Action. And Spotify Green Room, Talk Live, Music, Sports, and More, Early Access by Betty Labs Incorporated under sports.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Uh, I want to thank Ivor for coming out. Um, Ivor, if you want to hook up on, on, on an off time, we can try to see what's going on. Uh, I will help you as much as necessary. Uh, Josh, want to thank you for coming out as well. Always good to chat with you, my man.
0: Yeah, you too, Dor. And uh, same with me, Ivor. If you've got some technical issues, let me know.
1: And if you need new hardware, we can figure out how to get you new hardware. Um, With that, I want to thank everyone for downloading. Thank everyone for subscribing. Thank everyone for supporting. Thank everyone for continued support. Uh, And never, ever forget, you know, we're all addicts. We all have our things. We just happen to be on mobile devices and applications, and maybe you are too. And if you are, we'll maybe talk to you again next week. Take it easy, everybody. Hi, this is Matt from the MRP Tech Podcast. I would like to invite you all to take a listen to my show, the MRP Tech Podcast, on the PodNuts Network. The theme for my show is everyday tech for everyday people. We talk about Windows, Mac, Linux, iOS, Android, Chrome OS, and anything else technology related. You can find us on iTunes and you can find us by searching in any podcatcher. We hope you take a listen and let us know what you think. Music provided by Steve Cherubino at stevecherubino.com.